Hi, friends. I want to take a sec to talk to you about Greenlight, the folks sponsoring this ad. This is especially important for you parents out there, because as your kids get older, some things about parenting are going to get easier, like, you know, maybe not having to dress your kid every morning, but other things do not, like having that conversation about money. Because the fact is that kids won't ever really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. So Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while the kids and the teens, they're going to build up confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. I have Greenlight debit cards for both of my kids, and I can't tell you what a difference I see in their relationship to money. So with the Greenlight app, the kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely, and they have games in the app to teach money skills in a fun and accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature. I am a big fan where you can set up one-time or recurring chores that customize to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. And I got to tell you this, in my family, no chores, no money. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families can navigate this whole thing together. So sign up for Greenlight today and you're going to get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash radio headspace. That's greenlight.com slash radio headspace to try Greenlight for free. I mean, this is such a good deal. I got to say it one more time. Greenlight.com slash radio headspace. Get it, folks. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Headspace. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace, and to Tuesday morning. A few weeks back, I had a meeting, and I don't know if you've ever had one of those meetings. Maybe there's something significant going on in your life, it might be personal, it might be professional, but there's a sense of build-up to it, there's a sense of anticipation. And although you might not consciously 
be thinking it through in your mind, at some level, that anticipation is felt. And it's not just felt in the mind, it's also felt in the body. I think very often we sort of separate the two out, almost as though they exist independently from each other. But of course, the activity of the mind is reflected in the body. The activity of the body is often reflected in the mind. So as the time got closer, I started to become a bit more aware of the sense of anticipation. But I still couldn't really get a hand on it. I wasn't really too sure why I felt that way until I got into the conversation itself. And it was interesting. I noticed in having the conversation and in reaching that point, having moved beyond the anticipation, there was a very subtle release. It wasn't that I suddenly burst down sobbing in the middle of the conversation. It wasn't that kind of conversation. But there was a release. You know that feeling when you sort of well up? There's such a a sense of letting go, of putting something down, that you just feel that movement of letting go in the body. And it results. Sometimes it results in welling up. Sometimes it results in tears. Sometimes it might result in some other way. And I think it's so easy to move through life actually not giving ourselves the opportunity to let go of that. So it builds up. And that's when life starts to feel heavy. When I first went to a particular monastery, I was there to do a a long-term retreat. And I was really surprised in the... The early days of that retreat, I spent a lot of time just letting go. There were a lot of tears that came. I found myself crying. I didn't really know why I was crying. There was just a constant state of letting go. And really all that had happened was I finally found myself in an environment where it felt safe to let go. And it changed the way that I felt in my body, changed the way I felt in my mind. Wasn't necessarily sort of a, an altogether enjoyable experience. Crying often isn't. But at the same time, in the background, sort of the backdrop to it was a feeling of letting go, a feeling of putting down something that I'd been holding on to for a long time. And I remember going to see my teacher and discussing it with him and saying, I think I'm doing something wrong. I assumed I was supposed to always feel sort of happy. When I meditated, I assumed I would always sit there with a smile on my face. His words to me was that unless you had sat and cried many times in meditation, then from his point of view, the meditation hadn't even begun. Caveat to that is, don't worry if you haven't cried many times during your meditation. doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. But if we have gone through life and we are holding on to things in the body, in the mind, then at some stage, through the process of training the mind, we have to let go. Otherwise, we can't really create the conditions for seeing the mind clearly. We are effectively holding on to something from the past or we're holding on to an idea in the future. If we truly want to be present, whether it's in our meditation, in our everyday life, then we need to let go of both the past and the future. And when we do that, we actually find ourselves in a very vulnerable place. And sometimes that does mean that we find tears coming to the surface. So never be discouraged if you find yourself in that place where tears do arise during your meditation or at any other time in your life. That is the body letting go. That is the mind feeling vulnerable and yet safe enough to let go of that tension whatever you've been holding on to. So this week, giving yourself the space, giving the mind room to breathe, giving the body the room to let go of any tension you might be carrying around 
and finding that environment where you can sit down, be quiet and let go of whatever you've been holding on to. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like radio headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from Radio Headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.